0: My goal is to educate and inspire, and to let you know you are not alone on your recovery journey. Thanks so much for tuning in to a Sober Girls Guide podcast. Let's go! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 183 of a Sober Girls Guide podcast. On today's episode, I have the chance to chat with a literal angel, Kim Bellis from Sober is a New Cool is here. She walks us through her BS story, that's right, her before sobriety story, and how she has become a sober mom to women all over the world. She is the sober mother we have all dreamed and wanted and needed, and she is here. This is such a fantastic episode. Let's get into it. Hi, Kim. How are you? I'm great how are you? I'm great my fellow Canadian.
1: Yeah. I love I'm so, this. I'm so happy to be here I've been watching you
0: forever and I just love everything you do. Oh thank you thank you. I'm excited to talk about everything you're doing when sober is a new cool and I definitely want to get into that but I want to talk about the BS Kim, the before sobriety Kim. Can you give us a little background or, or what she was like before your sobriety? So basically, before I stopped drinking, I looked like, you
1: know, the mom, you know, the, sure. yeah, the mom that was like the class mom, I did, you know, fundraisers for cancer, I did everything that was kind of like, you know, the girls lunches, whatever on the, you know, and, and to this day, people still think I didn't have a problem, I was mm. just fine. But yep. I was definitely uh, for me. I just realized that you know it just became a habit, and was like after school, you know, mm-hmm. like then you know finish your homework. Oh, you need a glass of wine. I was not a stranger to having problems of alcohol in my family, okay. so I did. I didn't think I had a problem. To be quite honest with you, I thought yeah. I was you know functioning quite well. I was you know I wasn't ex exercising as much as I thought or you know like whatever you're supposed to do but all in all on the outside looking in and even for myself I mean I think okay yeah well I drank a little too much last night Mm -hmm. and so be it you know but then I would say okay well you know I I, I won't drink tomorrow or whatever and then tomorrow would come and then would be like okay i will just you know making dinner have a glass of wine and and then it would start again. So, but yeah. I never looked really totally out of control or mm. uh, even my husband to this day says, no, 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 there's, you know, there was nothing ever wrong with you. And I said, but yeah. there was, cause I'm so much better now. So alcohol mm. is definitely not my friend. And I guess yeah. that's a bit of the problem. Everybody sees someone that, you know, brings their kids to school, does all the right things or looks like, but right. deep inside. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't passionate really about anything. I looked like I was, I was doing the
0: right stuff, but now yeah. I realize looking back, it was just like living half a life almost. Right. Interesting. Yeah. It was like, you're just kind of like going through the motions, like the lights yeah. are on, but yeah. no one's really home. It's like mm-hmm. autopilot. We got those auto lights turning off and on. Yeah. Wow. And how, so talk to me a little bit cuz this is this is something that comes up a lot and a lot when when we're starting to get sober or we're kind of contemplating maybe in the the sober curious phase that we have um friends, family, partners that are like, "Oh, you're fine. Like you don't have a problem." You know, they're they're always they're always wanting to give their unsolicited opinion, right? And <laughs> we love them cuz we love them. They're, you know, they're part of our lives. But how did you deal with that? Like you said, your husband still to this day didn't think you had a problem. Well, when I
1: did stop drinking, I stopped drinking for my son. My son Matthew okay. got sick at the age of 13. Oh, So okay. he was, he was a huge football player. He was like into sports. He was, you yeah. know, everything was, you know, like a 13 year old boy. And sure. uh, he got sick from one day to the next having grow mouth wow. seizures. Yeah. That's- so life just turned to shit, basically. That's yeah. really, it That's was intense. just, yeah. So like to the point that I wouldn't let him ride a bike because I didn't know when the next seizure was coming until we got our meds under control. Yeah. And as as the first three to six months went on and he started to get better, I said, okay, you know, you got to start going out with your friends and doing whatever. So I'd bring him to his friend's house. He'd call me and say, come home. I want to come home, I get him home. So the third time I said, wait a second, this is what's going on. I went, talked to him very quietly by myself and said, Matthew, you know, I don't understand. He said, mom, I don't fit in. And you know, Canadians, right? We, we can drink at 18. So at 13, 14, they have the boys in the backpack and the the park and whatever.
0: Oh, we're going to the park. We're taking like (laughs) one or two beers from your mom's fridge and splitting them. (laughs) Exactly. Right. So he just felt like,
1: so I I, I was saying to him, you don't need booze to have fun. And as I said it, I had Mm. the biggest glass of wine in my hand. And at that minute, it was like a truck hit me. I said, Okay, I'm going to stop drinking for three months. Okay. Just to show you that you don't need booze to have fun. And I mean, when I tell you, I wouldn't do a diet before that we weren't allowed to have wine. So I don't know what happened in that moment, but I yeah. figured I, I couldn't fix them any anyway. So I could at least try this. Yeah. And it was really, that's how it started. And three months came and went and yeah. he said, see, now you can be like everyone else. Mm. And I went, no, 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 this, this, And at that point, I was realizing how hard it was for me. I was 51 at the time. And I was realizing, wow, people are saying, come here, come here. No one's going to know because I was telling everyone, oh, I stopped drinking for Matthew. Right? Right, right, right. Yeah. He used me as a crutch to tell his friends, you can't bring booze into the house. My mom quit drinking for me. I kind of, I guess at the beginning, just it was all about Matthew, right? I didn't have to own anything. It was the mom thing to do. And it just kept going like that. And the more time went on. And then at one point, we were at the psychologist, and a neuropsychologist, and she said, Oh, you were a working mom. And when she said that, it was like someone slapped me in the face because I was a stay-at-home mom. And I had all the kids from the neighborhood in my house and the sleepovers and everything. And I said, no, 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 no. And she said, well, kind of like you missed a lot. You know what I mean? Like, because there was other things. He was being bullied and things like that that were going on. And then I realized, wow, I guess there was a lot more to, you know, drinking that wine at night. I wasn't paying attention. You know, I wasn't really yeah um there I guess and that was yeah. hard to swallow and I guess that was the beginning Ouch. of yeah yeah. Saying, <laughs> no like because I, I I was shocked I was absolutely like and yeah. I loved this woman she was the best doctor she gave us back our life I love her to this day yeah so it wasn't like I was you know upset with her saying that to me, I was just yeah. like, "Wow, if she thinks I was never home, and they were like babysitters coming in and out, you know, kind of when you're juggling stuff, I figured yep. that could happen, right? That's normal and whatever, but the fact that I was at home supposedly mm. taking care of everything, yeah, that was when I thought, okay, something's got to change, you know, wow, and he was sick, right? He was sick, so I had to yeah um. You know, it was kinda of like, well, if he got sick in the night we had to go to the hospital or whatever. It was con it was all about him. So there was sure. And I, I loved him
0: more than I loved myself. Really. Mm. Right. I mean, I think every mom can say that. So <laughs> you like know you that's, naturally put your kids before you. That's just kind of comes with the the territory of being a mom. Yeah, but so and, Kim, I, I hear like, you know, in the beginning He, It was kind of like, it was a great excuse, right? Matthew was a fantastic excuse to not drink. How did that happen? Like, how did that progress? Like, how did you, you know, I guess Matthew grows up, right? Yeah. He gets regulated on medication, maybe doesn't need mom as much as kids normally do when they grow up. How did that affect your sobriety or your, your choice to not drink? Well, I guess at the beginning, you know, it, I just started to feel so much better
1: yeah. and we, we I started sober as the new cool as it was supposed to be just for Matthew really uh, okay. a way because he couldn't even tell people that he couldn't drink and he had mm. epilepsy. So yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't really get that. Sure. And I knew I was having trouble with, you know, this whole this story. Why don't you drink? Why not? How long are you going to do this for? And yeah. I just figured, okay, I've got to give him something like solid. So my sister created the logo okay. and we did a Facebook page. It was really just, it was never supposed to be this. Yeah. And yeah. then all of a sudden I had, it started actually a lot of women in London started sending me text messages and uh, little uh, texts saying, you know, they were wanted to stop drinking, or they were sober and having trouble. And could I find, you know, either a zoom or this or, you know, a group of women and or young mothers that had young children, Mm -hmm. because I was like, and I guess because I was a mom figure without the criticism, right? Because they could tell me anything and I wouldn't criticize. And it just kept going and going and going. So it just became kind of a passion. And you know what? I just kept feeling better and better. And I just thought I can't ever try to even see if I can have another glass because I don't want to lose what I have now. I just feel I'm alive. Yeah, I, I sleep better. I exercise. I, you know, I'm not great at meditation, but I do it to try and quiet the mind. you know, sure. I, run. Yeah. I, you know, and I just feel like I've always wanted to do something with giving back. And this is what I do. And I'm focused. And for Matthew, it's really, you know, I think having epilepsy was kind of like, you know, not being able to drive like everybody else, all these okay. things that were happening to him. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I start this thing from a kitchen table yeah. at 51, right? And all of a sudden I've got like uh, a movie director that sees Sober's the New Cool somewhere and says, Can I get a t-shirt? Matthew quick. How did you I didn't even know he was a movie producer. Like that's how lost I was. I yeah. think. Yeah. And then a friend of mine from New York said, You just saw so and so wearing your t-shirt. What what is going on here? And I said, Well, I didn't really no. No way. And, yeah. And then it just my brother's friend is um Cameron Mappes and He's on uh, general hospital. Okay. I was his babysitter, believe it or not, <laughs> way back when.
0: And um
1: and he's sober 15 years. So he wore oh. my, my my hoodie and t-shirt. And then he has friends. So they were able to talk about it. And Matthew was going, like, how do you, you must be paying these people to wear this stuff. I said, No, Matthew, they're sober and they're yeah loving their life and their actors and they 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 vacation at the best of the best and they don't have to drink so you could too like yeah so it was kind of like always proving to him you just never know where life is going to lead yeah and uh, I was shocked, quite honestly I was like wow okay uh, yeah and they were and they were just nice people you know and they always asked mm-hmm. about him or and so to me it was just kind of like and there are a lot of people right now, young men, at, mm-hmm. like, from 18 to 25 that are getting epilepsy. So he's able to try to, yeah, to talk to them about um, wow. not drinking. Yeah. And, you know, because, listen, he wants to be like everybody else, do the crazy things and sure. whatever. But he tried that at the beginning, and then his meds don't work, and we end up in a hospital. So yeah, it's not, it's not, and it gets
0: really crazy (laughs) and not the fun crazy. No. yeah. So,
1: so it just, it just kept going and you know, I just, I guess, and when I wake up in the morning, somehow my phone is on somebody that needs something or needs to connect. Like one time there was a a mother who sent me a a note saying her son was on crystal meth Yep. And she said she was from South Africa. And I said, well, wait a minute. I think I know somebody there. And so I texted him while I was on my iPad with her. And then they yep. exchanged phone numbers. And he's a young guy that's sober at yep. uh, 30 years old. So he was able to help her and her son. So that's wow. kind of what I do. It's yeah. just kind of. You're like the ultimate call- connector. Well, I think it's kind of, I'm not like a big church goer or anything, but I think there must be some kind of intervention somewhere going because my phone just seems to be at the right place or I seem to be at the right place at the right time mm-hmm.
0: and somebody hears
1: our, my story or Matthew's story or sees the t-shirt and lo and behold you know it works out like it just yeah
0: I think we can all agree that anxiety is so 2023 say peace out to anxiety and overwhelm with chill vibe gummies Made with ashwagandha root, L-theanine, GABA, chamomile flour, and lemon balm, these gluten-free, vegan, non-GMO gummies are the perfect way to change your vibe naturally, and most importantly, safely. Whenever I tried medication for my anxiety, I was always hit with extreme side effects that made me feel paranoid or just completely numbed of all emotions, the good and the bad. Chill Vibe Gummies make you feel like you, just minus the anxiety. Go to VibeGummies.com to get your gummies today. That's V-I-B-E gummiescom dot com.
1: And I, lo- I just love what I'm doing. And I yeah. think... My, I never had daughters, I have two wonderful sons, but I always wanted daughters. And now I have daughters from all over the world that Aww. speak to me. And I have one young girl, aka Sober Badger. Yeah, she asked me to do a tattoo. Okay. And I'm not the tattoo type. But <laughs> I said, uh, you know what, if that's what you need to feel like you matter in this world,
0: yeah, we'll do it
1: together. So she was in London, England, on WhatsApp. I was yeah. in Montreal. We both went to a tattoo parlor together with our phones and did it together. Yeah, and that was four years ago. And we talked almost every day. Um, and That's she's so one of the cool. many. Yeah, and I love her like she is my daughter. And yeah. you know, I have what one young nurse in Philadelphia that was had gone into a coma almost three years ago, and mm. now is practicing uh, being a nurse and she's got 40 nurses under her and she's fantastic. And oh, wow. I speak to her often. And it just, I guess, you know, it just happened. I don't know. And I'm just honored they share their story with me and they trust me enough to, to and whenever I talk about either one they love talking to you know that I talk about them yeah. Kelly Marie actually she gives back she goes to women's prisons and talks to women and she also does podcasts now and I'll get her on one because she tells her story of how she survived and how she's giving back and she's living mm-hmm. a magnificent life now and we just have to keep you know going one day at a time and and yeah. being there for one another
0: right that's yeah. what it's it is i think definitely and like it sounds like you're just such a safe and like you said, you don't judge them, like you don't, um, you know, reprimand them for being bad or like good or, I mean, bad and wrong and yeah. just it doesn't yeah. make any sense to me. But we're all just human and we're just trying to do the best we can possibly do, and sometimes we've we mess up. And that's the one thing I think they know with me. Yeah,
1: I don't see that at that day one nonsense. I don't. I don't sure. look at it like that. All the good that you've accomplished doesn't go away
0: in no. my eyes.
1: So no. I feel that if there is an issue and something has happened, okay, yeah. we start over. And thank God you're back. That you want it even to even start over and and own oh, it okay. and move. Leave it there. Leave it there. It's there. It's gone. We yeah. can't change it. And you know, really, you know, and I think by connecting them with somehow I seem to know people in so many cities and I kind of try and get them in more with sober people, you know, because I think that that's huge, you know, especially at the beginning, if they have other people doing the same thing as them and then they realize, you know, you can
0: go to a restaurant and have a mocktail. Nobody knows what you're drinking anyways, half the time, right? Totally. I know. Like we're also in our, our heads like, Oh, everyone's going to know what I'm drinking or not drinking. And like, everyone's going to be looking at me. Like, what do I do with my hands? Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when in reality, everyone's so caught up in their own crap. Exactly.
1: And <laughs> they don't and even I think see. It, <laughs> no. And I think, you know, yeah. at least now we're really talking about it. Like, yeah. my kids, you know, when I was young, we, obviously drank and drove which was really bad yeah and now the young kids today my my Matthew is now 25 yeah and um my Jack is 27 and they don't they take Ubers yeah. or you know they they don't that's like well or I would say 90 percent of them at least what I see they're really quite good about that it's yeah. like a non-starter so good on them so if that can yeah. be right? Why can't? Because when I said sober is the new cool to a lot of people, my friends, when I started this, they all went, Oh, my God, you've lost it. Like, you (laughs) cannot say sober and cool in the same sentence. It's, it's no, no. It's never gonna work. Never gonna work. And here we are 10 years later. Watch me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I guess I guess somebody had some kind of like little magic sprinkled on it. So yeah, yeah, we're here. (laughs) And
0: but they're taking your lead because Like you are living proof that it it is cool. Like it's, it isn't a big deal. You're making it work. You're, you're like the poster child for making
1: it cool. And, you know, I remember now, like, you know, going to parties or weddings and, you know, versus now the first, uh, you know, like I think it was two years in or three years in, because I'll be 10 years sober in January. I went to a sober wedding. I went to a sober wedding, and I was like, yeah. "Wow!" Remembering everything from the beginning till the end. Uh, yeah, right. That's huge. And then yeah. driving home and looking pretty good compared to you know not so good
0: <laughs> at the end of yeah. the night. Right? That, yeah. <laughs> you kind of look so like that, a raccoon sifting through garbage. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> and, and my, my, I had those bad eyes too. I had those eyes that looked balmy you know like I looked mm. did you, know, you get the glazy like
0: eyes kind of yeah, yeah yeah so yeah. It, it wasn't detra-
1: not a, not attractive no. no
0: no well we think we look so hot oh shit <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: and I got so much better oh like, yeah I, definitely yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, no no now looking back sometimes
0: I have to think well
1: okay you know yeah Totally that's different
0: definition of hot
1: yes yeah,
0: yeah definitely yeah um kim what um i wanted to just kind of touch on you know you mentioned um influences and and being around sober people how did were you around any sober people or was there anyone getting sober when you were this episode is sponsored by better help a common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right sometimes the best ones happen when you put the work in to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all your relationships, whether with your friends, work, your significant other, or most importantly, yourself. My biggest fear is that I was unlovable, that something was just not good enough or deserving of love. My therapist has helped me to see that my thoughts are not necessarily the truth. Therapy has helped me overcome these limiting beliefs that were keeping me in unhealthy patterns in my life. We are our own worst critic, and I love that my therapist reminds me of how far I have come. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out the brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com A-S-G-G today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash A-S-G-G.
1: No. 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 So but how I was think- that for you? Well, the first year I went nowhere, to be honest. With okay. Them. I mean, let's, yeah. let's start with that. That's sure. basically, and, and Matthew was sick, right? So right. like my whole world was centered around him. He was 13 years old. Yeah. So that was like the biggest part. But then I remember like even when, we could go out to dinner or something. It was like, oh, that yeah. restaurant is like sushi with rosé. And then the, the Italian was the red wine on Sunday nights. I used to love red wine on Sunday nights. And, yeah. you know, everything kind. And so I just, and then it, the few parties I had to go to or, or functions I had to go to in the first year. Yeah. I have to say I'd get there very early and I'd leave very early. Like that was,
0: I, I just had to do that. Yeah. I mean, we got to do what we got to do. I always say, you know, if you want to stay sober, make it a priority. That's it. Like, make it a priority. And things will change in your life around, like, you know how you made Matthew a priority, right? Things just naturally kind of change and acclimate to that. But if you make sobriety a priority, maybe you are going to go to a party earlier. Maybe you are going to leave earlier or not stay you know be the last one to leave the party you know you're maybe you're going to drive yourself there so you don't have that like temptation or like that little negotiation that we have with ourselves. because drinking and driving is not cool anymore no no and and, you you know
1: rightfully i should i should have never ever done it you know i remember now sometimes thinking wow you know there must you know, I was so lucky to not kill somebody or kill myself. Yeah. And so, I you know, I, I, like, like, I can't even imagine. You yeah. Know? So we have moved in the right direction.
0: Yeah. I do believe
1: there's a there's a huge, um, you know, wave of, you know, and wellness. And it's not just, you know, it's, yeah. it's about just being, you know, healthier and whatever. And, and, you know, and I, you know, I think to the, The whole thing I want most people to learn is, you know, it took me so long to realize I'm okay. I'm not perfect by any means, but I'm, I'm enough for me now. You know, I feel like I'm good, you know, and when I was young, I wasn't, I never thought I was pretty enough or smart enough, you know, uh, you know, just always had that self doubt all the time and, and a lack of confidence and confidence and didn't realize all the qualities that, you know, and everybody has different qualities. And that's why it makes us all different, right? And special. And that's what I want people to know that, you know, they matter. And, you know, without them, the world only has one of you. So why wouldn't we want you just the way you are? So, you know, and yes, there's so many good things, you know, you don't have to be You know, like, I guess when I was growing up, it was kind of like, you should do this, do this, do this, do Mm -hmm. this. Well, no, now, you know, be,
0: just be, be you, you know, and I think that's huge. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough when, you know, I, I think this is, you know, generational things passed down, you know, from our grandparents to our parents, to us and to our kids you know it's it's hard to kind of unlearn certain things almost you know like we don't have to follow a b and c to get to d you know we can we can go about it in many different ways and i think the same is true you know with sobriety you don't necessarily need to follow a set program or do what rebecca or karen did yeah you know you can you can find what works for you And like you said, like being enough for yourself, how. When you change your relationship with alcohol, you realize you have so many hours in the day. I love to dedicate my time to skincare and Osea makes me and my skin feel and look like a queen. Osea's clean, vegan and sustainable body care is a glowing choice for achieving your body care and self-care goals. Whenever I use the Andaria Algae Body Butter, people literally stop me on the street. My skin is flawless and glowing, and I love the thick and unbelievably rich texture that absorbs instantly. Skin care is a habit worth keeping all year round. Osea can help your skin have a healthy glow every day. Because let's be honest, skincare is self-care. With over 27 years of seaweed-infused products, Osea is safe on your skin and the planet. It is clean, vegan, and cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. Never choose between your values and your best skin. Start the new year fresh with clean, vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, we have a special discount just for our listeners. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code ASGG, at Oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code ASGG for 10% off. How has that helped you just in in your life? Like I mean, of course sobriety l- lends to finding yourself and and getting to know yourself a bit better because well, You're not drunk all the time. You're not numbing stuff all the time. How has that helped in other aspects of your life, like relationship-wise, being a mother? Well, I think,
1: quite honestly, doing everything that I do gives me back so much because I'm always looking for something positive to give somebody, right? And when you're constantly in that game, you know, and when I do meet young women or men or whoever it is, I asked them to do an exercise with me where every morning and every night I send them one positive word after I am. I did this with my mm. kids when, they, when Matthew got sick. Yeah. And so they get up to one positive word and they go to bed with one positive word. Okay. And one young girl, she was a school teacher, grade five school teacher. And yeah. she said, there's nothing good about me. And I said, oh. oh my God, no, 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 no. And I said, okay, I'll send the words." And yeah. after a few days, then you're going to try. Sure. And so she wrote, she wrote on, on Instagram about six months later, she said, mm. um, I met Kim and I couldn't say one good thing about myself. Now I can say 50. And I start my I day love with, that. All, with all the children where they have to go around the room and say one good thing about themselves every morning in the classroom. Yeah. So that they remember, because you sometimes, like I'd say, well, you're, you know, I find you so funny. You make me laugh. You know, when you said this and you said that, and she goes, "Yeah, oh, people have said that to me before." You know, it's kind of like you just need that little reminder. You know, of and, and it's so mm. powerful. And I think for me, I just feel so honored, honestly, mm. and being always around. Um, young people and seeing them take back their lives makes mm-hmm. me like, so happy. Like, I just think, wow, like, you know, I wish I'd stopped earlier at 50 than at 51. And they're yeah. doing it like 20 and 30 or 40. And I think, wow, wow just keep going. You're so great. And, you know, yeah. this, and life is short, right? Life is short, you just nothing is promised. And, you know, yeah. moments are precious. So you know, I, I and I just really want people to know that they matter. And, you know, yeah. if everybody would just take the time to reach out to one person and like not yeah. just hi, how are you nonsense, you know, really, sure. really take the time. And if yeah. they're sad, we'll sit there and don't talk or, you know, whatever it takes, just
0: do it, you know, because I don't yeah. think it's that hard to be nice. I don't. No, it absolutely is not that hard to be nice. No. I mean, it's not complicated, right? When you think about it. No, it doesn't have to be. No. No. But it's, it's also funny, you know, saying that one nice thing about ourselves. It's almost hard to believe. Yeah. Why is the negative stuff so much easier to believe? Yeah. It's so funny. It's like we're hypnotizing ourselves with all this negative stuff about ourselves. Why can't we hypnotize ourselves into the positive? Yeah. And
1: like, you know, really there's so, when you start doing this, I am thing, it's quite remarkable how many words there are that, you know, because you start, you start with like funny and sporty and like words that people can kind of relate to, right? Because nobody really thinks that highly of themselves when they're, you know, getting out of addiction or have mental health issues or whatever. And so for them to believe, you have to do those kind of words. And then as it goes on, like Kelly Marie, my sweet nurse, when I started with her, she said, she'll never forget. I, she said, okay, I'll give you words back. And so she wrote hardworking. I said, no, I said one word. So I said, de- <laughs> I said, I said, dedicated and mm. her whole face lit up. And this was during COVID. And I said, mm-hmm. you're a nurse, you have stress you're getting you're getting you know back your sobriety imagine how dedicated you are to take care of others when you have suffered so much totally. and her whole, whole face changed
0: right yeah. like her
1: whole face and you know there was one one woman last year sent me a message could I get a t-shirt right before Christmas and sometimes mm-hmm. people will say can you post my picture right because it's like a badge of honor, and then others don't, you know, they, they do it quietly. Yeah. So, this mother, this grandmother had said at the beginning, Yes, I want my picture, and then she wrote me back, No, 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 no. And then Christmas Eve, she sent me a message around four o'clock. I don't even know why I looked at my phone because I was busy getting supper ready. Yeah, and she said, My grandkids want me to wear my t shirt tonight. And they said, They got their grandmother back, and she was two years sober, she was only two oh. years old. Oh. I, you know, like, yeah, you can't, you know,
0: and, oh, that's you know, so beautiful. Yeah. I so mean, you're it's never, never too, too young late. Or, yeah. t- or too late, right? So no, it's never and too late. She,
1: she, for her wearing that t-shirt and her grandchildren, like I thought Christmas Eve. Oh, can't wear that t-shirt. <laughs> Like, at least I would have put sparkles on it, like the one I'm wearing today. But, you know, like, it was just like, but, Aww. you know, she's, yeah. and her grandkids are so proud of it, like, yeah. which is really good when you see the younger people, like, when they hear somebody that wants to be sober, yeah. they are very.
0: Yeah, the kids, I love it when the teenagers think it's cool. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll wear my um sober girl social club and like I was walking outside and this teenage girl, you know, teenage girls are scary. It's, yeah. They're a little spicy, <laughs> right? You're like, oh. and I was like crossing paths with this group of, of teenage girl, girls, like maybe three or four of them. I'm like, Oh, okay. There's a lot of, a lot of trauma coming up trigger. um, And one of the girls Stops, turns around, and she's like, "Your hoodie's really cool." And I was like, "Thanks, cool." (laughs) But it's like it's so the kids now are so different. They're so much more open-minded. They're yeah, they're definitely more focused on the wellness, and I I guess well-being would be more the appropriate word.
1: Well, and, you know, most of them or a lot of them now exercise and they're yeah. eating properly and they they do the juice thing. And, yep. you know, like, you know, I find, wow, they're really, you know, and they watch, you know, like everything, like, you know, to not get sick because yes. you know, they don't want to be sick, right? Yeah. So right there, it's great, right? They're, totally. They're always always trying, you know, to be better than, I guess, My generation, or you know, I mean, I remember the T-shirt in my in the eighties was champagne and cocaine. Yeah, you know, growth, totally.
0: Yeah,
1: like how times
0: have changed.
1: Yeah, so yeah,
0: I mean, I guess I see the value. I mean, all of this is prevention, right? It's 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 prepping their bodies, it's prepping their minds to be optimal to be to work it at like get the most out of their life to be high performing and i'm not when i say high performing i'm not like high performing athletes or like you know crazy stressful you know situations but they want the best for themselves and i think we were all about cocaine and champagne
1: and we thought that was was the best And I just was so afraid not to fit in all the time, you know, like how do I get into that cool group? I was never the cheerleader because I was kind of short and I had fat little chubby legs. You know what I mean? Like, like so I wasn't like, you know, whatever. So that bugged me, you know, like, and now, I mean, I don't know. Even my older son, Jack, the girls that he went to school with said to me, you know, 10 years ago, they were kind of bullied that they Mm. didn't drink and people would leave them out of a lot of situations because they kept saying, well, you're no fun because you don't get whacked and bombed Mm. and everything else, you know? And so by saying sober is cool, sober is the new cool. You don't, you know, and if you can drink good, good for you. I'm I'm really, that's fantastic. This is my slice of heaven, have yours. You know what I mean? And 100%. Yeah.
0: We're not here to victimize, um, I mean, villainize alcohol or people who do drink. Good on you. Oh, I lost it there. Yeah, exactly. And, you know,
1: I'm. I'm. if you can, look, all the more power to you, you know, yeah. it's, it, it. that's perfect, you know, and, but for a lot of people, they just can't. And, you know, if someone had a gluten intolerant or some kind of nut allergy, you would never question it. Just leave no, it alone, like yeah. leave it alone. You know,
0: yeah. and you know, like
1: I'm, I'm much more open about it. You know, at the you know, it was always about Matthew till about year six, and then I got tired of the yeah. story. You know, I thought, I'm, I'm going to say I don't drink, right?
0: Yeah, and sometimes you get those eyes, like, ooh, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, you know. But it also speaks more to like that person. Than it yeah. does to your own choices or decisions that you make for yourself. It's like, why and is this ruffling your feathers? Yeah. <laughs> and and it, I, it actually, I think it does just for like, it throws them off for a
1: minute or two. And then, like you said before, they don't really care, right? They, yeah. they're, they're doing what they're
0: doing and they don't really care what you're doing. Like yeah. 90% of the time. So, yeah. I mean, I definitely find it's funny I find that the people who are really unhappy within themselves or within their situations, those are the people who make the most noise about your choices and your decisions. And so, I have never, ever had anyone who is really genuinely happy with themselves and their lives give me a hard time about not drinking, Mm -hmm. never. It just doesn't even cross their mind. It doesn't even enter their radar. What do they care? Nah.
1: And and I and I have to say now, wherever I go, it's weird because
0: yeah. I'm so
1: like open and I like talk about it like I talk about the sky and the same thing with mental health, depression or anxiety or whatever. Yeah. And nine times out of 10, wherever I am, somebody comes and sits beside me and says, I'm just getting sober or I'm a year sober. How did you do that? What do you say when you go to a wedding? Mm. And I say, oh, that's an easy one. I say, I just say, I'm never going to miss another memory. And they just kind of go, mm. ah, you know? And it's, it's just I love it, that. like, because, you know, they, but they realize that because they feel like they're like this, you know, there's a sign on them, you know, there's something
0: wrong. There's like they're a leper or something like, no, what, you, there's nothing for wrong you. With
1: you know and and why do you have to you know but they are normally when it happens they're like somebody knows somebody and everybody else knows everybody you know what I mean it's a new person coming in and then they kind of turn around and I had one young one woman do I met her two summers ago and now they're three sisters and the three sisters are sober together oh that's so fun yeah, one is fifteen years, she's yeah. four years, and the other one is like just a year.
0: Wow. So, you know, that's, that's incredible. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's very, very cool. Kim, I got one more question for you. Where can okay. we find where can we find you on this on the World Wide Web here? How can we get in touch with you? So it's sober is the new Okay.
1: And Instagram, it's sober and a, a period in between each word is the new cool. Facebook is just sober is the new cool. I'm on LinkedIn, Twitter, I'm not so good at. Um, And YouTube is sober is the new cool. So it's basically, we're here. And you know, we're ready. I'm, I'm, you know, promise to answer you
0: as fast as I can and find you whatever you're looking for, as fast as I can. Great. So people can just slide into your DMs if they need help yes. or want to talk. Absolutely. Need yes. a sober mother figure, you are there. Yeah. Yes. And I have zero judgment. I will never,
1: never, never yeah. stop trying until we get it right. That I promise.
0: Nice. I love that. Kim, thank you so much for sharing your experiences and your knowledge with us. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Am I right or am I right? Kim is a literal angel. As always, thank you so much for listening. Please make sure to rate, subscribe, and leave he- feedback about the podcast. We love to hear your comments. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at A Sober Girls Guide and head over to asobergirlsguide.com. We got you locked, stocked, and loaded so you do not have to be. We have your back at every stage of your booze-free journey from journals, from worksheets, to challenges, to our Sober Girls Social Club membership, we have your back. Head to asobergirlsguide.com. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day.